Hello, I'm Rina Dipti Annabelle, aka Mommy Imperfect, and you're listening to the Sisterhood of Mommy Imperfect. This is a podcast where each and every week I explore the wonderful world of womanhood, and it's a place where you get your weekly dose of unfiltered girl chat. It's the place where we celebrate those women who are game changers. Now, my guest today is definitely helping women to, uh, well, she's actually definitely helping to elevate the South Asian entertainment scene. She's representing brown women on TV, film and on stage. You might have seen her in loads of things, actually, um, probably recently in Hollyoaks, in which she plays Miss Bamalik. It's Harvey Rizdi. Welcome to the Sisterhood of Mommy Imperfect. Hello. Thank you for having me. Well, it's lovely to talk to you. And um, as I said before, I am I was hoping to meet you in real life first, which I'm, I'm sure we will soon because um, yeah. you have um, your play coming out again. Um, you revived this play, um, Happy Birthday, mm. Sunitha. And it's uh, it's touring all over the UK, isn't it? So just tell, tell us a little yeah. bit about it. Um, well, we did it almost 10 years ago. So mm. it was a great chance to revisit um we've extended it uh I've rewritten it not all of it but you know there were always bits that you can improve from last time I've uh, made it into a two-act play and it gives you a bit of space to explore the characters a bit more work out what it is that really the characters are about um and also update it because of Covid and Brexit and as implications yeah. on everybody's life um so it's been great it's been great to revisit something Mm. um and was it uh what what made you actually think oh you know what Let, let's do this again because I, I remember actually when it came out and um I think I was working at BBC Asian Network at the time and our job was to kind of look for this kind of thing and you know promote yeah. it and, and get interviews with people and um I remember Shabana Azmi was one of the leads and which blew my mind I was like oh my god because I, I also write and you know I had a, a, yeah. a company called Castaway Arts at the time and it was like oh my god look what Rivko are doing this is amazing Shabana asked me like what first of all what was that oh, like? me, my, me myself I was like oh my god Shabana asked me <laughs> so yes I totally understand what you're saying it blew my head and I just went home and I told my mom and dad Shabana is gonna be in my place like oh my god um it was wonderful. It was really wonderful to have someone like that. It just kind of, you know, like you said, the work we try and do, to have someone like that in it just makes you, it's also a bit scary because you're like, she's so great. Yeah. Like, oh my God, what she hates it. Do you know what I mean? It's like there, there is all those fears start popping up, don't they? Um, but it was great. It was great. And actually it was Prav's idea to bring it back. Right. We, um, and you know, he just got in touch with me towards the end of last year and said, I think we ought to do it again. And I'm like, oh, okay. But if we do, I think it needs to move on and become relevant more so now and not just, let's not just recreate what we did there. Um, so that's how it came about again. And I and I think I'm really enjoying how, replaying with it again, you know? Yeah, oh, that's good. And, and was it kind of, was it difficult to kind of change bits and or was it you know a nice challenge to bring it into today's age um it wasn't difficult you know because the bits that in a deep in your heart sometimes you know when things could have done with a bit more work and stuff you just mm. didn't uh, so it was actually right quite exciting to go back to that bit and go well I always wanted to have another go at that let me do that um and I and updating it actually surprisingly 
comforting, not easy, but relevant. Yeah. Like, no, we have all collectively as humankind been through some stuff. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, and it impacts on us and it's made people think about who you are, what we're doing, why we're doing it. Does it feed us, feed our soul anymore? Mm. And because of that, lots of people have left what they used to do be before COVID or changed the way they look at life. Um, so, yeah, actually quite exciting. Mm. But it, it is like that thing where you step back from something and then it allows you to actually look at what you thought, you know, you call life, you know, from yeah. over here. And then you're yeah. like, hmm, okay. You know, it's like you, yeah. when you go away for a while, right? Yeah. And I, I, I think sometimes, you know, like I don't know if you think this, but I, I have talked to a lot of friends. Before COVID, you were just on this hamster wheel and you got on with it because you had to, didn't you? There's life, there's family, there's kids, there's work, blah, blah, blah. You just, just did it, you just did it, you just mm. did it. And then we all had to start. Whether you liked it or not, you stopped. Most yeah. of us, some people still, you know, worked really hard. But the majority of us couldn't. And that's when you realised, ah, what have I been doing? Yeah. This is not what I wanted my life to be. Um, and now it's a wake-up call. Yeah. Isn't it? Um, like for you, um, how long have you been in acting and writing? Long time now because I'm quite old. Um, you're you're so, not that old. I, I'm old too. No, oh, if I'm we're talking older. about old, I'm old as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm older. Um, so I'm heading towards, I'll be 60 soon. What? And, really? Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. So and I have been, I've been acting a long time. Uh, I started at school. I was really lucky. I'm the most amazing English and drama teacher. And if it hadn't been for the, her, I'm sure I wouldn't really have learned much about it. I wouldn't have known. Uh, I carried on through with at uni, but um, it was only when I went to drama school. And then I, yeah. I think that was when I kind of went, uh, no, I do want to do this properly now. This is not just me going, oh, let me go and do a drama class after school. Uh, let me go and do this. Yeah, in committing to it. Year yeah and 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 obviously you know you are a little bit older than me and I know from when I was younger uh for me to say oh you know I want to do acting to my parents who badly mm. wanted me to be an accountant that mm. would not have gone mm. down well did you feel like you had the support no <laughs> okay. uh not 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 really not straight away yeah because um yeah they just they were like what what do you think you're doing? Um, I had a good job as a science teacher. Oh, I was yeah. Good at it. I, I wouldn't you know, yeah. I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So I was just like, what do you think you're doing? And I think they thought I'd like maybe lost my marbles a bit. And also, oh, then for a while they thought, oh, she'll come out of it. Let her do it for a bit. She'll come out of it. Um, so it took a long time, and I think I'd only be—I'd been acting probably about seven, eight years, and I did a play. I'd always ask them to come and see my play, and they always said no. But uh, so then after that, I stopped begging for them to come and see a play, and I said, I'd always just tell them, "I'm doing a play. If you mm. want to come, I'd love you to come, and I'll sort out your tickets." Um, I was doing a play about partition. 
Mm-hmm. And, um, and of course, my dad had been through partition and he was a bit intrigued by that. So I said, um, yeah, you know, you should come. It's really interesting. It's based on people's true stories. And he came and that's when my mom and dad realised that this is what acting can be too. Yeah. <laughs> it's not all sex and drugs and rock and roll. And I'm like, I wish it was. It isn't. I worked really hard, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So that's when it started to change for, mm. for them. So that, that power of storytelling really then hit them. Exactly. Mm. And and you know what, as well, Rina, it's, it's this power of storytelling of something that is relevant for you. Yes. It's relevant for him. It's storytelling for us, isn't it? Mm. That was his, uh, he, he was only like 9, 10, 11 when he went through partition. But he experienced it and he had memories of it and images in his mind. And we talked about stuff like that on stage. And, of course, he, yeah, it touched him. Mm. So that's when it's storytelling, but it's relevant storytelling. Yeah. No, Which I think is what Rifko do really well. They do. And you've worked with Rifko for a long time, haven't you? I've known Prav since about 94. Oh, wow. Oh. He was Wasn't he like 94. five years old then? Was he like older he than what I think really, he is? <laughs> um, 94, maybe 95. Um, he was still an actor and I was an actor. Um, yeah. Oh, we, wow. The first time we worked together, we were in a show together. That is, a, that is a you know a, a solid relationship and 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 the fact that you yeah. you know you've written so much for them so yeah. uh did you do deranged marriage and i didn't write deranged marriage but i was in deranged okay marriage. okay and then uh, wrote merry christmas yes yes wrote, yeah, yeah um uh happy birthday Snita, and then you know masala queens and stuff like that that's amazing yeah so over the years we have yeah we've known each other a long time and great. I mean, you're producing magic and that that whole like telling our stories of, you know, South Asian people in this country, like that's so important. Mm-hmm. And like I said, like when mm-hmm. I uh, had a theatre company and um, yeah. uh, that Rifko were still then like the goals and they still yeah. are now like, you know, it's yeah. the, the, the way that, um, you know, Bravish and yourself like how tell those stories and and it's and it's funny and it's entertaining and they're like family shows. Yeah. It's so nice and you know I'm so proud of Little English. So proud yeah. film, uh, which yeah. is amazing and and uh, so Ramit uh, was on this podcast actually talking about that and she's also she was yeah. talking about this as well because obviously she yeah. is in Happy Birthday Sunita as well. She is. She's playing Mahaline. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um and. Have you got one of the the leads from India again, haven't you? Yeah, we have. We've got Divya, Divya Zen Shah, and um, she's another. She's another amazing, amazing woman who's um, so experienced, and her theatre craft is so. Oh yeah, it's such a joy. It's such a joy working with wonderful people. Do you know what I mean? They just inspire you. Absolutely. The more you work with great people the more they inspire you you go away Um, who was it that inspired you like on your journey from you know writing acting and everything I think I have to say my first 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 although I I never would have been an actor if if it hadn't been for that English teacher at school yeah because she uh, her name was Mrs Cranage um 
this is a long time ago, but she used to take us to the theatre once every two or three weeks. We'd all get on a train and go to the National or the Barbican mm -hmm. or somewhere in the West End. Uh, she'd arrange it so we'd have a backstage tour. We'd see the show and then we'd all come home and then get picked up by our parents and taken home. And do you know what? I don't think kids have that nowadays. No. Um, and and there's, and there's a, and it it might not um kind of have that much of an impact on them because they have they're so overstimulated by other things as well like there's exactly. a lot of you know, and I, you know you're right and and of course at the time there wasn't great telly in that way yeah, was there really no. we were watching amazing box sets of anything or movie there were movies at the cinema but yeah it was just uh, and I've always loved reading and the, the spoken word, reading, plays. So I think it's that sort of stuff that really inspired me, um, playwrights and, and writing. Mm. So um, what do you prefer, theatre, TV, writing? That's really hard, right, because somebody else asked me that the other day do you prefer theater or do you prefer um film and I'm like no but that's asking to choose your best child right you oh, can't really, okay. you can't really <laughs> they're completely different and yet it's the same thing yeah um there's something beautiful about being in front of a camera where you don't have you can do it all with intention and your eyes and what you think and feel um and if you were that subtle on stage, people would just miss it. Yeah. So, you you know, so there's that joy in, in being, being able to go from one to the other. And then actually sometimes when you've been really busy with filming, there's something really nice to just sit at home and write and sometimes not talk to anyone for days because you're just mm. in your own story head. But there, there's certain people, I feel, like who do this and and me being one of them that the way that we make sense of the world uh, or everything that is going on is to sit down and write and that's how you can process things or kind of yeah. get in touch with yourself or how you feel about yeah. stuff and all these stories come pouring out right yeah, you're right yeah yeah you're right I think um maybe some people create music some people paint yes yeah this is how you get it you know we get it out our system is to try and hold a mirror up to what's going on or has gone on or asking questions about is it right that that's going on for women there mm. or why was that happening but nobody questioned that that's not acceptable and all of those sort of you know questions that we still have because mm. not not a lot changed I think for women we like you know when I was growing up when I was 13, 14, 15, I used to think, yeah, but when I'm old, none of these questions will be relevant because women can, you know, I'll be able to do what I want when I want. And it's not really true. No, I mean, in certain ways, it, it's regressed a little bit. Like, you know, you just have to look at America and, you know, with okay. their abortion laws and things and you're like, what just happened, you know? Yeah. Um, totally. Certain things, I think... Um, gen z speak out more about and they're more open about and and it and you know they're changing things in a little way like i was just you know i was speaking yeah. to one of my kids um yesterday about um 
periods and being on your period and mm-hmm. how you know if you're going on this trip and it's a residential trip you might need to say oh I have heavy periods and I got cramps and she's like oh do I and I was like it's nothing to be embarrassed about she's like yeah it's not is it it's nothing to be embarrassed yeah. about you know and people yeah. will and it's a thing like they'll in 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 class I and mean, when they were talking about this trip they were saying what if we're on, on on our period and you wouldn't have I would never have said that in a class full of mixed gender you know I would yeah. never have and they're quite vocal about talking about this kind of thing and Good. you know Good. and body positivity and things like that yeah. and yeah. you know what I mean self-care yeah. self-love whereas yeah. I definitely that I didn't know what any of that was no no there was that taboo around it all really growing yeah. up with when like you know you, you didn't talk about that stuff you didn't no. make sure you you know your, your dad and your brothers didn't know what that was going on and you're like what I know um, I know I mean years later I said to my mum but they're gonna get married. They're gonna have, you know, that the, the, they have daughters now. I'm like, come on, they've got sisters, they've got a mother. Where? How do you think all this stuff happens? What is this thing that, you know, you can't talk about certain things, but you're right. I think things like that are changing. I can certainly hear it with my niece and my brother and the way they talk about subjects like that in a very open way. Yeah. Um, natural because it is natural kind of way it's natural but I I do agree in some respects um things are still very uh, traditional for women Mm. you know we don't get paid as much as men you know um a lot of other things like they're still in the head positions you know uh, when you want to enter an industry you've got to get past all these kind of like high up guys first you know so uh, definitely even in the South Asian community it's still quite traditional isn't it I think so Mm. I um yeah sadly I do I'm not saying it hasn't moved on it has but um it just saddens me that some people still hold on to values that I think are like 50 60 70 years old that are not relevant now that may be worth I I I'm not going to say something here now and I do believe this that it's a lot of Immigrant families, probably like my parents, they came over from Africa back in the 60s and stuff. Mm. They brought certain values with them and they held on to those values because it gave them strength. It helped them go through the, you know, dark times and the hard times because it was hard rebuilding your life here in a country that was not always supporting you. And they kind of, I think, made this rose-tintedness of what it was like back in the homeland. And you're like, "Mm, I don't think so. But at the same time, people, you know, then you go to India and India's all like, boo-boo, here we go, (laughs) right? And you're like, now that's not the India you told me, right? Because it might still be in some little bin somewhere where, you know, they beat the shit out of you because you looked at somebody. But I know that happens. Mm. But generally, you know, they're, they're out there doing their thing. And and I think it's taken a long time for people to accept that. Yes. Uh, it's interesting. It's just interesting. And I think I, at the end of the day when I start writing, I never kind of think to myself, oh, I'm going to write about why about women. Boo. But it just... 
that's what comes out. And I think what it boils down to is the choices we're allowed to make. And then sometimes you have to kind of grow a pair and make a choice for yourself. Yeah. Because you can't, and it ain't easy. And sometimes it's easier than others, but you kind of sometimes have to stand up and say, no, I am... I love you so much and I know you're saying this because you want to protect me but I need to do this for me and I think one of the things about COVID is that maybe some people kind of started to go sit back a bit and go maybe I can do this maybe I want to do this why am I working my socks off or whatever yeah um, um I mean, I mean, to be to be like a change maker, like you said, is is quite difficult. And to say, you know, I'm doing this, and also for parents to understand, and everyone else to understand, actually, that you know, you can be, for example, a South Asian woman in this country and mm. still respect your culture and love your culture, and say, actually, I'm not doing that stuff. I'm going to do this, yeah. and it doesn't mean, yeah. oh my God, we've lost her, we've lost her to, um, you know, yeah. we've lost her Mad to, 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 to yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, and and she doesn't care about the culture. She's a coconut. She's 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 yeah. lost to the community. I don't. I feel like mm, it doesn't mean that people find it quite hard to understand because I think people have a, a habit of box putting in people into boxes. Like, oh, you know, yeah. oh, oh, she's married outside the community, right? We've lost mm. her. She doesn't care about anything. Or, you know, mm. oh, right, she's um, she's in the arts. We've lost her. You know, it's yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, you know, don't you find the really funny sentences that people come out with? They'll go, you like if you listen to your aunties chatting away, you know, they'll say things like. Um, Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, son, son, son's married to a gori, right? He's married to a gori. Okay, but you know, then they'll go, but Bojangia, because she's she's ever so good, and do you know what? She's learned a bit of Punjabi, and she really takes care of her. So then it's okay, right? <laughs> it took a long time, and I'm just like, for goodness' sake. Um, so, so sometimes afterwards, I'll say to my mum. What, what was all that about? So-and-so could have married someone who just turned around and went, I don't want your mother in the house, get rid of her, right? <laughs> well, and she's Punjabi like you, so what the was all that about? This has got nothing to do with, it's just whether you're a good person or not, isn't it, surely? Well, whether you're, uh, you know, from Poland or from Ireland or whatever. So these are the questions that make me... They make me laugh, but at the same time, they annoy me. Uh, no, it's true. We have to laugh at them because they are quite silly. Otherwise, like, you're you, just going to be wound up all the time. You're going to be you? crying about it. I mean, you know, my, my family did it with my husband. Like, my dad was like, oh, you know what? He's very Indian. Like, I mean, their <laughs> culture their culture is quite like Indians, isn't it? So they're kind of like Indians anyway. And like, it's like, no, so their, their culture okay. is their <laughs> culture and it's a good culture and it doesn't have to be Indians to be good, you know. So yeah, it's uh, yeah. It, it, it is it is funny, um, but yeah, you know I love the way that you you do explore all this kind of thing in your writing. Um, I, I think it's so cool and so needed. Um, it, yeah. What's it like being part of Hollyoaks though? Because that you know that is a very different thing, and it's a kind of Absolutely. whole world in its own, right? Yeah, it is. It is, and I've never been anything a part of like that kind of world before. I've never done a soap or anything in that way. Um, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's it's non-stop. It's constant. It's hard work. It's filming every day. And 
you know, like you learn a play and you think, mm-hmm. okay, I've learned that now and now I can just do the play. No. So you learn it, you shoot it, and then you're learning the next thing. And yeah. just, sometimes your brain goes, I can't learn any more lines. Um, but it's fun. And the the rest of the cast are lovely. Mm-hmm. The crew is gorgeous. So it is actually... You just know when you get to that point when you've been on the hamster wheel for a while because it's because it's never ending. I can tell when I'm just getting a bit, ooh, and that's when I need a little time yeah. to, to just step back for for you know because you're giving 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 giving. You're working from half seven till seven every day, right, and it's just uh, yeah. Wow. So most if your storyline is. Uh, one of the key storylines at the time, mm. then you're in every day, all day. Um, so, yeah, I've taken a little sabbatical and it mm. gives me time to, yeah. you know, do this and have a break, spend some time with my mum and then I'll go back, you know. Mm. So, yeah. And and what's your character like in Hollywood? What's Miss Bar like? Well, do you know what? She's quite fun, actually. Sometimes I, I sort of laugh and think she's a bit... Uh, she's a bit like Yoda, but she's <laughs> she's Miss Barbaric, and she is a single mom. Well, her kids are all grown up now, um, so the youngest is like like nineteen or something. Um, so, and she's brought up her kids, and is on her own. She's a doctor. She's very strong. She's very uh, the family are Muslim. Her, their faith is very important to them, um, but they are liberal. And she wants her children to be good people, strong, kind people. And she's brought them up to that. And she's uh, quite an interfering mum in that she, because she loves them and she thinks she knows best. And she always has to go afterwards and go, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have interfered. And they're like, no, you shouldn't have. Um, so, yeah, that's the sort of, you know, I don't know quite sure what's going to happen soon because all her children have literally grown up and left. Mm-hmm. And there's only one little one left at home. There's the other one who is still at, at, at home, but she's married and, you know, it's like, ooh, what's going on? It's, it's, you know, when, when we first started, which was six years ago, they yeah. were all quite young. Um, and they literally are my babies. So I'm like, oh, my babies are all growing up. Um I'm, I mean, yeah. how wonderful that there is this representation on Hollyoaks and it's just... It's so it's really nice, important. you know, even if it's you look... really important. It's so important, even if you look across at EastEnders, you know, Bal Sopal mm. is, is exactly. awesome in that. And, and that's the, you know, they get it right with the representation as well. Yeah. So yeah. I, I just, I love to see it. I really yeah. do. And, and one of the things that was really when we first, when we first got the job and we start talking about getting the job or whatever and talking about creating this character was like, I don't want this, I don't want to be harping on about Oh, the Muslim family. Because you don't harp on about next door going, oh, the Christian family. Mm. It's their faith. It's just there. It's an important part of their life. Just be that. Yeah. You know, you keep going on about it. You can see it. Yes. And that's how we live, isn't it, with our neighbours and our friends. I don't go into work and go, ooh, I'm a Sikh. They know I'm a Sikh, right? They just know it. And if they don't, somebody one day might go, oh, where are you going? You go, oh, no, no, I'm a Sikh, so actually I don't. And they go, oh, and you have that conversation. You don't discuss it at work every single day, do you? 
I mean, so, this is what makes it authentic when you're portraying this character, you know, the that's fact that... That's why it's important to do it like yeah. that, I feel. 100%. Because that is more authentic to, 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 you know, that's how we are in real life. Yeah. No, that definitely, yeah. definitely. And I want to just mention another character, which uh, me and my kids are very familiar with, and they were very excited okay. when I said I'm talking to you, Miss Frey. <laughs> Miss ah! Frey from Class Dismissed. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What an absolute yeah. icon. One of my favourite characters in the whole wide world. <laughs> I'm going to carry her in here until I die. Love I it. Love, love her. Miss Frey. Can I just say it in the way? Miss Frey. Right. Do you know what the joy about Mr. Nasal, Miss Frey, was that a lot of the other characters, there was a lot of talking and stuff to go, oh, well, what about this? What about create, create, right? Literally, I turned around and he said something. This is the first day in rehearsal. He he said, oh, yeah, and I put my teeth out a bit like this and went, Mr. Nasal, and that was it. I had, and I was like, oh, oh, okay. So then they got me teeth and I went, I would need really big glasses. And then, and then it just went from there. And the two of us had the best laugh. I, I have to say that Class Dismissed is one of the funniest things on TV. It is, yeah. and, 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 you know, I'm saying this, I know I've got kids and I watch it with my kids, but as an adult. Mate, it is, as an adult, me, it, I would watch it. It is one of the funniest, most underrated yeah. things on TV. Yeah. So, you know, anyone who's listening and whether you have kids or not, class dismissed, BBC iPlayer. Absolutely, absolutely yeah, I hilarious. Um, I, I, I loved it. Um, but in terms of like future projects and your dream roles, yeah. like what <gasps> what can we expect from you and, and, and what are your dreams? <sighs> That's really hard, right? Because there's loads still to do. So, um, theatre. Um, I do a classic of some sort, you know, because that, like, I don't know, Shakespeare or, oh, I don't know, Ibsen or Chaucer or something. I don't mm. know. Because, and I don't want to set it in like mm, Delhi. I don't want to have a reason to go, oh, you know, I, I just, I'm just bored with that. I don't want to, unless there's some new way of, you know what I mean? I don't want to do the three sisters set in Mumbai so I can do the, you know, the accent. Why? Why can't I just be in the three sisters, right? Mm. That sort of thing. Um, but do you know what would, like a, like a really silly thing that would make my day is to play the baddie in a Bond movie. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like baddies can be so much fun. What a laugh. Yeah. What do you think? I think it's time for an Indian woman baddie. I think it is. I can see you. And I, I'd have more henchmen and yeah. ladies. So, you know, I wouldn't have to do anything. Because that's what you do as a baddie. Okay. But um, I'm right. I'm also writing stuff that I hope. Um, I don't know if you like them, but I'm really into thrillers. Yes. Um, you know, thrillers and crime mysteries and stuff. So I am trying to write a crime mystery series. Right, and 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 so, and it's a very 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 popular genre now, isn't it? It is popular. I love it. 
I love it. Yeah. I've, I've always loved it. But it is popular, and it, you know, and, and I actually am not sitting there thinking, oh, well, let's, you know, it could be a teleseries or something. I'm thinking, you know, let me just write my crime book because it's something I've always wanted to have a yeah. go at. So I've started doing that. Uh, that's There's exciting. loads to do. That's exciting. I love. Do you do. know what? I absolutely love your energy, and I love that this this you have this is you need to be doing things like this and and you know which you are but there's not everybody who can be like I want to write this and actually do it do you know what I mean I need to see this yeah. on tv I need to see this on theater uh, in theater yeah. and actually do it and there's certain people that yeah. do you obviously do your brimming and you're bubbling with ideas and I you yeah. know we're here for it Harvey we're here for it we're here thank to see you. more of it thank you so much I you. mean you know you got to try haven't you yeah yeah I just yeah. always think well if I don't try I could just get What's the point? No, there's a, yeah, know. you, you've got a lot to, to give everybody. And, um, uh, yeah, like I said, I don't know, you know, if I was like, when you, all those years ago, when I was just standing up and saying to mom and dad, um, I'm not actually going to do that. I'm not actually going to get married. I'm not actually going to do this, this, and this, that you expect me to. Mm. And, uh, no, it's hard. It is hard. And there was, we went through a really quite rocky, horrible time. Mm. Come out the other end of that now, and I'm the golden child. Oh. But, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it wasn't easy, and I'm not sure where that stubbornness came from. But I had to fight for it, and now I'm like, yeah, you fought for it, come out, and so let's do things. Mm. It, it sounds quite freeing in a way. You carve your own path and then it's like, what do I want to do? And you really get it. It really is, isn't it? Mm. Um, And I think that's probably if somebody said to you, what's your mission? I'm like, I don't really have a mission. But the mission is saying to other, to anybody really, but mostly women, be brave, to be brave enough to forge your path. Mm. We have one life. What are you going to do? Spend all your time making your parents happy, your husband happy, your in-laws happy, your children happy, and then what, 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 then yeah. Which is Stage Bar. Stage Bar turns around and says, no. Yeah. My character in the play who's like, yes, I'm not even 60. No. Why? 100%. Why do I just accept, you know, and put out? Why? Life's too short. I absolutely agree. And I've said it before on this podcast and I'll say it again, that as as women, when you kind of free yourself from, oh, you know what, my life's supposed to be education mm-hmm. and then, you know, meet someone, then this and quickly have kids and do this in my career, then take maternity leave and all this thing before I'm like, you know, 40. When you free yourself from that and be like, nobody's, not everybody's life has to follow this path. Let me do my own thing. It's very, it, you feel so empowered and free to actually express who you really are. Totally, totally. And unless you do it, you don't ever get that feeling. Yeah. If you take that first step, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I always, I always say to people, it's a bit like uh, going on holiday on your own for the first time. Because people are like, I could possibly never do that. I'm like, well, why not? And nobody says go away for six months on your own. I'm just although that is rather liberating. But um, even if you did a long weekend yeah, on your own, down the road, but you're on your own, 
to do your own thing for you when you want to do it there's a something there's something there's something there yeah. that teaches you something have you you've done the six months on your own then have you done that before uh have i i've done six weeks in new york on my own okay how was that F- fabulous fabulous amazing I, I do i am meeting more women these days who have done the trip on their own you know even if it's a long yeah. weekend or something and they've absolutely yeah. loved it and they've you know yeah. they've kind of grown in that short space mm-hmm. of time sometimes totally. so so definitely um yeah it's a different i'm not saying never go away with friends and family of course that's it's a different kind of holiday and a different experience that you're still going to bring home and have memories joyous memories of but something about doing something on your own so I'm going to Tuscany in a couple of weeks on my own for two weeks lovely yeah I don't know what I'm gonna do oh I don't know wander around Florence for a bit I'm sure look at art wander around sit and have coffee watch I the love world Florence go. yeah isn't it so I'm just like yeah it, it yeah. sounds um idyllic it sounds lovely and um I hope you have a lovely time which I'm thank sure you. you will. And um, thank you so much for coming on here and talking to me. It's been absolutely lovely talking you, to Beth. you. Um, and I'm really excited about watching Happy Birthday, Sunita. And it's um, it's uh, eight venue tour, isn't it? It is, which I can't remember all off the top of my head, but it's things like Hornchurch, what obviously opens at Watford, um, Hornchurch, uh, Windsor Theatre as well. Yeah, so it go, it does go up north to Leeds. It goes down to Warwick Arts Centre, down to Hornchurch in Essex. So, yeah, um, and a few others. Lovely, <laughs> yeah. and and so uh, it, like you said, it opens Watford uh, on uh, beginning of May, doesn't it? On the fifth of May is May. our previews, um, and then then it will be there for a couple of weeks, and then it starts on tour. So, but all the dates and everything is online. All you just have to look up is. Happy birthday, Sunita, tour dates, and they come up. Lovely. And Harvey, are you on social media at all so people can just follow I you? I am. I'm on doing? Instagram as Harvey Birdie One. Um, okay. And I am on Twitter, but I tend to use Instagram. That's it. I am, I'm not on Facebook or anything. Okay. Um, and um, those of you who are listening, thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Um, I'm also on Instagram at Sisterhood of Mommy Imperfect or at Rena D. Annabelle. So please follow me too. This podcast is growing and it's not through a marketing budget at all. It's people uh, telling people about it, sharing it. So please do carry on doing that. Uh, make sure that you have subscribed for sure. Until next week. Peace out, Bernie. Bye.